Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 says, Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth each one of you with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he teaches today's portion of this week's message entitled, Speak Truth. We do this because God's standard is crystal clear. Laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. If we have a disagreement, well then, at least one of us doesn't have the mind of Christ. Let's get together and get out the Scriptures and look at it. It's not an option. We are members of one another. A Christian does not have the option to sit on the sidelines and lob water balloons of criticism at those who are keeping watch for the souls of others. If you have a question, it, 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 really, needs to be, it really needs to be asked. And your question might shed light on something that maybe the shepherds didn't know about and they want to know. Your question might be the result of something you didn't know about, and we can help you, uh, help you understand. The whole goal is to be of one mind. Now, unless something is a sin issue, something that God prescribes or proscribes in Scripture, our duty is to love one another, support one another, encourage one another, pray for one another, prefer one another in love, Speak truth to one another because we're members of each other. Let me give you another little wrinkle of application. You might have noticed that these last two years have been a little bit different in our society, like unprecedented. And believe it or not, along the way, your elders and deacons duly approved unanimously have never, not for one single day in this whole process, have we ever been in 100% agreement about what to do about wearing masks or seating restrictions or sanitizing, remember that one, or vaccinations. We never were in total agreement. We still aren't. Probably never will be. I did hear about a a church sign that says, I want to be like the Apostle Paul on the road to demask us. <laughs> Amen, Paul. But along the way, we prayerfully made the best decisions that we could in order to minister to as many people as possible, as effectively as possible. You know, it started out you're all going to die. I mean, we got we to shut down the world or there's going to be millions of deaths. 
And so, you know, we, we got to slam the door on this thing for three weeks to crush the curve. You remember that? Two years ago? Okay. And it turns out people die of COVID. Our congregation has been heartbroken by two COVID deaths in the last 10 days or so. But the death rate is still in the fractions of 1% of the population. I mean, for each person, mind you, it's zero or a hundred, but it's not the, the thing that it was once said to be. So we would make our best decisions that we could, and here's where unanimity comes in. We've prayed about this. We've spoken truth with our neighbors in love, and then we agree we will all support that. There was even a, a time that we made a decision to do something, and I just on the fly kind of said something off the cuff that violated what we did and what we'd said we would do. So I apologized, and we fixed it. Two weeks later, we did what I said. <laughs> Why? Because, believe it or not, in this era of a full-blown worldwide panic we have been constantly fed information from authorities that is totally inconsistent. There have been various places of terrible government overreach, and there's a constant avalanche of internet experts proclaiming wildly contradicting alleged facts. And by the way, the media won't tell you this. So, we had to make a whole bunch of course corrections. And you know what? We're we're still not all the way back to the potluck where you take what you want, lick the spoon, and put it back. We're, we're, we, we may never get... I don't know if we will or not. But this unprecedented season has shed light on several occasions in which failing to live by our verse causes trouble. Every pastor I know Every pastor I've talked to will tell you that some people who claim to be Christians, who claim to believe that Ephesians 4.25 is the Word of God, have left their church in the last two years over COVID policy during this time of societal absurdity. Heritage Bible Church, I'm afraid, is not an exception. Uh, For some, it was because masks were required for a while. I refuse to do that. Wearing a mask is not a sin. Not wearing a mask is not a sin. Uh, For some, it was because um, the church agreed to go fully online for a while. Shouldn't do that. God's your authority. He says meet. For some, it was because the church never totally quit meeting in some manner. For some, it was because the church got to a point that it did not require masks. For some, it was because the church allowed more people in or let them in sooner than what they would have liked. One person went through almost the whole two years, never asked a question, and then said, I'm leaving. We asked, why? Pressed that person to explain. And we explained that during the process, hey, we got jerked around by a whole bunch of confusing information. 
We did our best to minister to as many people as we could, as often as we could, as effectively as we could, all across the way. And this person came to the conclusion, you elders can never again be trusted on anything because you weren't consistent about masks or vaccinations. What I know for sure is that if we understand that we are members of one another, it's shameful to act as if we are enemies or to presume that those who lead us have carnal motives. Now, speaking of carnal, somebody sneaked in and turned the clock way ahead. You don't get my last illustration. Maybe I'll slip it in another time. But just understand, the church is not a business. Coming to church, being involved in church, serving in church, worshiping in church, um, going arm in arm with those that are weak, uh, helping, the, helping the ones that are discouraged, weeping with those who weep, encouraging the ones that need it, that's not optional. It's not the same as going to the grocery store and saying, ah, oh, the produce didn't look good at Fred Meyer, so I went to Albertson's today. Uh, that's not how it works. It's nothing less than we have a solemn covenant with one another in Christ to live and act as members of one another. We're not a business. We're not purely a human organization. Yes, we're humans and we are organized, but we're family, members of each other. So if you've already answered the call of God to come to Christ, and you are like that theme phrase in Ephesians, in Christ, that's wonderful. I agree wholeheartedly with the Apostle Paul's words in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made Him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Now, if I can paraphrase a little bit, now, please, I beg you. Lay aside the old man, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man. That's not how you get to heaven, but if you're on your way, that's how you live. And therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth each one of you with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Your elders keep watch over your souls, and it can be very joyful and oh, there can be grief. Let them and everybody else in the body of Christ do this with joy and not with grief, for this is unprofitable for everyone. Let's pray. God, may You grant us by Your grace the resolve, indeed sometimes the courage, to speak truth in love, each one of us, with our neighbor, knowing that we are members of one another in Christ. Father, if there is a um, broken relationship in the life of anyone here with another Christian, please give them wisdom, boldness, and love to resolve that so that you may be the one that is glorified. And would you please continue to build your church, the body of Christ. 
Use us in the process, however you deem fit and whatever that means for our hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.